right, what go. it do, fam? Nope. What nope. it do, nope. families? Nope. 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 What's up, y'all? YBO has a special announcement. We will be joining the Busted Gut Comedy Cruise from November 15th through the 18th, 2019. So here are some of the deets. We're leaving out of Miami and we're going to the Bahamas. Hey. And some of your favorite Milwaukee comedian acts will be joining us, like E the Black, Bodini, Miss Cutting Up, and it's hosted by T-Dot. Bring your ass. Come on and join us. We're going to have a great time. Yeah, we got more details coming for y'all soon. So keep that in the back of y'all mind. We out. Busted Gut with us. <laughs> yeah. Black. Opinionated. Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R R A. Four lies. That's unacceptable. That's not on my watch. The hypo situ, you should just give it a chance. Like, alright, guys. Time for my night. I'm Lassie. We are only right into it, y'all. Clowning. Um, so quote of the week, it says, It's your boy, Mwanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. Sometimes you do got to give the, you know, the dibbler the medicine and the candy sometimes. got to keep yeah. it sweet. You know, certain people can't handle the truth. Man, what's the baddest podcast in the land? What it do, families? Episode 108 of Young, Black, and Pen. How y'all doing on the day? Ah, that was funny. I'm good. How about you, Lassie? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Marge <laughs> trying to put his face all in the camera. Right. Or whatever. No, no, I was looking at something. This is not an ass. Put your glasses back on then. <laughs> no, I was doing something else. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. I was doing I was doing something else. My whole screen came off. I don't know what's going on. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Mm-hmm. Y'all I am good this week. Family? Family safe? Y'all, y'all had y'all um, bowel movements today? Yeah, I shit it a couple times last night slash this morning, so I'm good. That's good. That's yeah, good. It's my first week <laughs> here, like full week, and I keep forgetting. Yeah. Wake up with the fuck. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you don't really, yeah. you, know, you don't really, you don't think about it until you think about it and shit. That's the good part. Yeah. So. Like, do you wake up and be like, damn, I'm in Milwaukee, but oh, never mind. Nope, I'm in Houston. Does it still feel like that? No, I just feel like I'm at home and shit. It's like you wake up and I, like I don't even like you know how you'll be on vacation. You be like, oh shit, I'm here. I just wake up and be feel like I'm at home. Mm-hmm. It ain't until like. I'm on the phone with my mom or something, or somebody will text me and shit. He's like, such and such said you could have said. And I'm like, they the 15 person that said the shit. So, <laughs> your donation shit. But other than that, um, yeah, I'm good. Feeling good. You know. There you go. Off work. Get that back a little bit. Met some cool people, some co- cool co workers so far. So, we'll see what happens. Got my cable yesterday. So, all um, right. Some more Martin DVDs. Uh, no, I'm back at home. I gotta have my mama ship that shit to me. I only mm-hmm. had room in my car for I bought like six DVDs. So, ooh, Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to make a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm tired of watching Love Jones. Yeah, no, I actually wasn't. I put that in my bag for show. Um, but yeah, no, Comcast, Xfinity, their um, their setup is nice. Like you could talk to the remote and shit, and be like, "Hey, turn the Oprah and shit, shit'll do it." Then you got like Netflix and all that shit built in. I'm like, "This is cute, okay." Spend okay. Step your shit up. I wish they would have bought out Time Warner. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Life is good so far. Last yeah, week, you, uh, you got your heater on. Uh-uh. Oh, um, <laughs> I've been good though. I've been good. You know, I survived my first first of the month at work. <laughs> it was uh, interesting. You know, why you say that? Just because old people have a lot of requests, they're setting their ways, they're oh, mad because yeah. you're new and that you don't know who their rent check is going to. 
You said beak management. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, I mean, you know, no, and me and the girl who entered, you know, who started with me, you know, a lot of people give us flack about like looking at their IDs. And this guy was like, um, I, uh, what he said, he was like, I don't give my ID and I'm never going to give my ID. Everybody in here know me. And if you don't know me, you're going to get to know me. And I was so glad that he went to her window because I would have just been like, no. What's your ID, sir? <laughs> yeah, nigga, fuck your ID. I'm saying snap it in half. I'm just playing. Like, <gasps> low, low key, one of um, cut, cut one it. of the one of the board members had came in, and I was like, Ooh, shit. I was like, let me get my shit together. <laughs> and then I I don't think I asked him for his ID, and I was like, oh shit, I wonder if he gonna say something. But then I'm like, maybe he feel like I should know who I am. I, I don't know. It's confusing. But other than that, I know you need to the board. I survived the first. <laughs> That's good. You still liking it? Still cool, cool environment? No bullshit? <laughs> it's a job. It's a job. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. When they go straight up, straight up, straight up, straight up, straight up. <laughs> that would be good. Like say straight up, straight up, straight up. Why are you hanging in over there at work? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. I just got to find new motivation I'm I'm, I'm working on. <laughs> I'm, saying, uh. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm working on becoming an LLC. Um, so I'm excited about that. Okay, it's, okay. it's, it's, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We got it. Right, it's time for some change. Just depending on what you're doing, make sure you register with DFI and the Wisconsin department of revenue. If you're selling something. Okay. You said I got okay. You on that All day. right. I'm gonna hit you up. I'm gonna hit you up when I get those paperwork, when I get that paperwork. Said, Don't hit me up with DFI. I ain't work for them. Just, for no. <laughs> you said, just register with them. Incorporate in the state. If that's where you're going to be. Um, right. yeah. Anyway, uh, episode 108. Oh, we're making it as always. I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A. Four wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Reporting directly from my closet, Lassie. And I am Lassie at Lola Baby on so Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola Mwanje. It's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. Follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje. You kind of leopard report. <laughs> Chill out, fam. <laughs> reporting, uh, reporting live from my grandmother's basement. <laughs> say, go, Granny. Go, Granny. Oh, grandma. All gonna say, we're all in basements, but no, just me and Mwanji. Yeah, uh, I'm on the third floor somewhere. All right. Uh, what size is that? I'm hey, I know that side. shirt back there. I'm sorry, 32C. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the, the tan one, the sweater. When are you supposed to answer that? Other oh, side. No. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, I just bought that yeah. in Burlington. Oh shit! It looks like your other sweater. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're like my cardigan, but nah. That's why I bought them, motherfuckers. I need something to wear. Um, but no. Um, as always, we like to thank our listeners for the continuous support, for the listens, and um, you know, reading our blogs. I'm still not start my shit yet, uh, but I'm gonna do it once <laughs> I get settled in. I'm still working on my life, so buying shit because I had to start completely over with shit. So it's fun, but not. Um, other than that, last thing I want to tell them about. Uh, that's not that's just the radio. I haven't done that in a couple weeks. So that's why I'm fucking up now. All right, you want to talk about our blogs? Yes. So this <laughs> week, this week, um, the Mental Matters blog post fo- focused on toxic positivity. Um, just making sure that we are allowing others to feel and work through their negative emotions. Yes, we want our friends and families to be positive, but um, like I put in my article, forcing people to be positive and not deal with those negative emotions can cause unhappiness. And we don't want them to be unhappy. We want them to work through those emotions. Um, so I put a little chart on the, on the, in the blog post about, um, how you can kind of switch out your toxic positivity talk. Like, um, let's just say someone tells you just be happy. You could say it's never fun to feel like that. Is there something we can do today that you would enjoy? 
Um, mm, just be positive. Funny. I know there's a lot that could go wrong. What could go right? So just trying to just kind of switching instead of just shoving positive vibes down your friends and family's throats, even yourself. You don't want to, you know, if someone is doing that to you, you don't want them to shove that down your throat. Because again, we have to work through those negative emotions because that's a part of life. If we were meant to be positive all the time, that, you know, negative emotions would thing. So yes, check out that blog post, comment, tell me how y'all like it. And you know, yeah. that's all I got for y'all. No, I found that that subject interesting because um, I think I think we live in an era of like, you know, positive vibes, no negativity. You know, I cut you off right. you negative at that moment. You know, and I think we right like and that kind of annoyed me to a point where it was like, you don't have to always be so positively. I'm done with this and this, that I'm up here. You down like sometimes we can mellow it out. And, I, and when you said the title, when you told us before, I'm like, oh, that's really good because sometimes I shake it on my nerves, too. So that's what's up. Exactly. And that, and that's exactly what it is, because that is so it's like kind of it, it shuts people down from wanting to come to you about something. And if I'm your friend and you're like positive vibes only and I feel like, well, damn, I can't bring my negative vibes to them because <laughs> they're going to cut me off. You know, that's kind of whack. Yeah. That's what's up. What about you, Wani? You wrote, you wrote one, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I talked about uh, hubris, hubris, which is uh, Greek for pride. And um, I uh, talked about the story, one of my favorite Greek mythology stories, um, Oedipus, um, Oedipus Rex, um, who, where Sigmund Freud derived the uh, term Oedipus complex comes from. And um, in that story, the main character, he is guilty of being very, very prideful, um, so much for so much so to the point that he ends up killing his uh, father and marrying his mother, um, all done by unintentionally not intentionally but all done unintentionally through um a prophecy that his mother and father tried to deny when they were old when they were uh, when they had him as a child so um i just give a little backstory about that but then i just talk about just in general just how pride can just get in the way of your relationships your friend um your uh your friends your family and how um you know sometimes it's okay to take the high road i know what michelle obama said when they go low we go high sometimes you have to do that just to for the sake of um, just saving some relationships. So uh, check that out. Um, especially with a lot of men, a lot of men are, can be, can be very prideful. Um, so, and if you haven't read that book either, um, it's, it's really good. Written by Sophocles. Um, Oedipus Rex is really good. It's really good. So check it out. That's what's Hubris. up. It's a nice uh, synopsis there. Well, listeners, um, again, don't be afraid to comment and share um, our blog posts. Uh, we definitely do appreciate, again, the feedback and the reads and the listens of our podcast. Just make sure you share everything. Visit our website, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, actually, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jonathan hit me up about the sweater. Remember, he took a picture with the sweater and he mm-hmm. said um, somebody else asked about where he get, where he could get one or she, whoever it was. Um, and I was going to ask y'all, too. We'll talk about it later if y'all had any more. But we'll talk about that later because um, <clears throat> the size that he won't, I don't have. So anyway, uh, other than that, anything else before we uh, jump right in? Nope. Any announcements? Mm-hmm. Good. All right, cool. Let's jump in. What go on? Yo, so shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. They clinched a playoff spot. Actually, they were the first team to clinch a playoff spot. Um, and uh, in doing so, uh, we also signed Bledsoe to a, uh, I believe, 40-year contract for $70 million, which roughly, I believe, ends up to about $17.7 million a year. Um 
you know, it's so funny. I had a conversation with uh, my grandfather earlier and he was like, had he waited till draft, he probably would have gotten more money. But, you know, I told him, I think a lot of times people are looking for the legacy now as opposed to just getting that money. Um, yeah, he probably could have been worth more, but at the same time, he probably is willing to stay with a team um, so they can become the best team that they can possibly be. So uh, shout out to him and uh, the Bucks as well, too, because they are definitely killer. They lost last night to Utah, but they did beat they did. the Lakers. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Um, I think it was like 114, like 117 or something like that. Um, and, but mm-hmm. they did beat um, they bit, They did beat the Lakers on Friday. It was a tough game. Um, but Bledsoe and uh, who else came through for us? Definitely Bledsoe came through um, that night for sure. Um, it was a good game. I actually got a chance to watch it. It was late game, uh, but it was really good, though. We ended up winning. And, Le- mm-hmm. uh, and LeBron, I think he walked out the game early. So that was in the headlines. So. Um, shout out to the Bucks. We might we might really get out of the first round uh, playoffs. So we're in a good position for the playoffs because we play we would play the eighth seed, mm-hmm. uh, which typically is this team that just barely got to the playoffs. Right. So do we know so who we it'll can, be? Um, as of yet, I don't know. I didn't look at those records yet. Um, but I mean, we're the best team in the Eastern Conference. We're two and a half games ahead of Toronto, so we will clinch the uh, division uh we will be the division champions if we continue to uh win games but um i mean the teams to beat really is it's toronto uh boston to look out for and then uh, the 76ers but other than that um they really i mean the bucks is the best team in the east um uh, in the in the league right now too so um look at you you ain't had this much pride last year Right, you know, home team man when they win it, but if they lose, I'm still not so. I'm still not so. I mean, OKC is still my favorite team. Um, I still enjoy Westbrook, I I love his tenacity, enjoy Paul George. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) um, speaking of the Bucks, uh, their guard Malcolm Brogdon, um, he calls Milwaukee a extremely segregated in this new article he sat down with the the guardian um he said before i came to milwaukee i heard the city was the most segregated in the country i heard it was racist when i got there it was extremely segregated i never lived in a city this segregated milwaukee's very behind in terms of being progressive there are things that need to change rapidly um and he said he also encouraged um he's encouraged by the bucks progressive owners and um in regards to them winning and the city uniting and coming together um to uh, hopefully probably make a change. Um, I just found it interesting because I had uh, just, you know, meeting new people and talking to them. Um, you know, as we say, I don't know about y'all. I always feel like even just when I used to do field work, working in Milwaukee, when I used to go out to different areas and suburbs and Waukesha County, I'd be like, God damn, like you can really tell the difference. And I was yeah. explaining to certain people too here that, you know, sometimes you cross a fucking bridge and it's completely different. Um, yeah. And when you visit different cities, different areas, like remember we talked about Houston and how like the zoning, you'll see a big ass mansion and then mm-hmm. it'll be a small ass house next door. You'd be like, what the fuck? In Milwaukee, they'll be like, hey, 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 what are you doing, pal? I'm not building this shit. So I just, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. It's interesting to see somebody come into the city and actually talk about it. So. Um, I don't know much about him. Mwanja, you know much about him? I don't really study the Bucks players. Yeah, um, yeah, he is. Uh, Michael Brown is. They call him the president um, on the team because he's such. Uh, his 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 mother, his father is a lawyer, and his mother used to be a uh, department chair mm. um, at Morehouse College, if I'm not mistaken. So he grew up in Atlanta. Um, yeah, he's very well very well spoken. Um, I forgot what church he goes to. One of my friends actually goes to the same church he goes, and he goes. Uh, he has a girlfriend. He has a little. He pull up with a porch, and they say he's very approachable. 
Um, I think he just became the vice president of the Players League, if I'm not mistaken. They nominated him. So um, he's very well accomplished, very humble. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he plays a great game as well. So he was a rookie of the year last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so he was an NBA rookie of the year in 2017. Grew up in Atlanta. Yeah. His father is a lawyer. His mother is a former chair of the psychology department at Morehouse College. And he's wow. a, re- a restricted free agent after this season. So is he a good yeah. player? Do we need him? Um, yeah, I mean, he he does make some great plays. So I, okay. I think, uh, is I he think if he wants to be signed. I don't think so. He looked like it to me. Yeah, he just, it was just light skin. Okay, I don't know. Um, I, mean, but, I think he's just light skin. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but in the article, they kind of go on um, about talking about uh, President Trump and uh, I call him President or Mr. Trump and uh-huh. Kaepernick and he called Kaepernick a hero and obviously the typical stuff that people say about Trump. So, um, interesting read. It's very short. It's, uh, if you want to check it out, it's on the WISN website. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's sad to say, and I just I just really want to bring it up real quick because just being in a new city, you you know, every city to me has their problems, every country, whatever. But uh, to know that people actually go there and notice it, and then when I leave, you know, we you know, or when you leave the city, period, you just notice it. So um, hopefully, we see some change in the future. Probably, maybe, who knows? Ah, let's talk about uh, Cohen and his testimony. Yeah, so Cohen, um, for those who don't know, he used to be Trump's, uh, as he called himself, Trump's fixer. Um, Yeah, and um, unfortunately, he's been indicted and he had to go up up, um, and share his testimony in front of Congress. And uh, he spilled some things that some of us knew already and some things people might probably hadn't known, especially those on the right, on the very far right, probably hadn't known and and still wish to ignore (laughs) it <laughs> still wish to ignore um i mean it was i think it was friday if i'm not mistaken or maybe thursday that he did the um the um the testimony and it was on cnn and you could go to youtube clips and stuff like that but some of the things he talked about he said that one of the things we already know is president trump is a racist uh he said he was driving through chicago he said only black people can live here uh only black people could live here um he, uh, you know, he uh, Cohen was also the guy, the liaison between Trump and Stormy Daniels. He paid Trump's um, he paid those uh, he paid off Stormy Daniels to keep her quiet during their alleged affair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much, he, and he had to actually put a um, he had to get equity out of his home to pay Stormy Daniels. And then Trump <laughs> eventually paid him back. Um, within $35,000 installments. I think she had to pay him like $150,000 or something like that. Um, and just, uh, there wasn't really too much about the Russia issue, but there's just more things of him, just his character in general. Um, like I said, you know, Trump is a racist. Um, he, you know, just, he just, uh, he, Cohen also was one of the guys that would call the, the small businesses that do, that would do things for Trump and tell them that we're not going to pay you or we're going to cut your payment in half. So, you know, he right. was Trump's fixer and he was the guy that did the dirty work for Trump. Uh, so Trump can keep his hand clean, hands clean. And now he's facing up to three years and um, he's telling it all. So um, I don't I don't I don't you know, they say snitches get stitches. But in this case, man, this man is just just spilling the beans. Yeah, it's funny as fuck. I was uh, listening to a, a couple of different podcasts and just uh, different radio stations and outlets and people were talking about him spilling the tea. <laughs> And um, them goddamn Republicans look like, come on, nigga, goddamn shit. Would y'all go down for Trump if you was calling? Or would you spill all no. the tea? No. Well, 
it's, it's, I mean, it's history already repeats itself. And I'm thinking of Nixon where these cats I mean, were going down for him and they yeah. him, So, but I'm saying, but would it, y'all go down for it though? Nah, I mean, oh, I'm saying like I mean, this. I, say, I know that I'm finna get smacked with some shit. Fuck all y'all niggas. Fuck all y'all. Yep, yeah. he racist and he did this and he did that. Hey, how you doing, black lady? And he did this and he did that too. <laughs> Cause I'm, no, I'm, shit, I'm, I'm probably yeah. get smacked and I could possibly get some shit shaved off. Possibly, yeah, he did that shit. Right. Yep. I, well, okay. And, and well, he, he, did. Too. he did it. <laughs> but you got to think about it. You know, right in my frame of mind now, like, yeah, we know Trump is this, that, and the other. Um, yeah, I would do it. But I guess if you think about the people that work, work under Trump and who knows what type of conversations that they've had, where he might be like, "Look, do this for me. I'll get you out." presidential pardon get you out of here so i don't i don't know but i think for me as right now i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it. i would definitely go ahead and be like look i wouldn't even work with him in the first place but you always add extra shit yeah but if i had to we know what happened with nixon shit we talking about it but, but i'm um, saying this is they're 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 doing comparisons to to this i mean that, yeah which we, is crazy. that was from the beginning they, we already knew that how this was going to end up way before it, when he was talking shit to hillary and shit like yeah she needs to go to jail and look at your ass but um yeah no i just find it interesting um i don't really follow it too much because it's shit always just happen to roll out and something right. stupid should happen to you like really nigga um but yeah i'm i'm snitching snitching all you niggas fuck that because y'all gonna and on top of that y'all gonna go down too like just like just like you said history gonna repeat itself just like all them people would kept their mouth closed and when that attorney and all them people with nixon starts uh spilling the beans and shit and then everybody fell with him so when he warned him, he told him like, "Look, y'all better chill the fuck out. Y'all gonna get caught too." And they're like, "Shut the fuck up!" I'm like, all right, motherfucking shit, you did it too. Next thing you know, right? Boom. Somebody was on uh, TV crying and shit. <laughs> mm. But um, I don't know. I don't really trust him, the Cohen guy. But I mean, I'm I'm snitching. I mean, sorry. Uh, this be said, put me in witness protection though. Uh, all right. Um, right. I just want to talk you about jail first. Uh, yeah, put me in before that though, because right now the people probably at his head and shit. All right, uh, I want to talk about this bill filed in Arkansas that allows victims of, of domestic violence um, out, of, out of their lease um, to their home without paying penalties. Um, so I found it quite interesting. Uh, I think I saw it on Facebook or something. So it says the bill will allow victims of domestic violence to terminate their lease early without having to pay any additional penalties. And this is a quote from State Representative Nicole uh, Clowney. She says the idea is that oftentimes victims of domestic violence might be stuck in in an unsafe living situation. And this bill aims to remedy that. Uh, I just wanted you guys' thoughts on that because, you know, sometimes people think about their lease and, you know, this and that. Make sure you clean up this. Make sure that or you're not breaking this. You got to pay that. So just thoughts on that in regards to domestic violence. And I think we kind of talked about that generally. Was it last week or the week before or something? Um, I saw it on Facebook and honestly, I think one of my first thoughts was like, wow, like, is that already not a thing? And it made me like, I told myself I was going to look into it and see if it was a thing here. I didn't, but, um, I think that, I mean, that's great that they're doing it because like you said, and sometimes the the people who are in these situations, that lease could be in their name. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they're scared to break that lease because of this other person who technically their name isn't on the lease They They won't have anything against them and um obviously we want people to get into safer situations um which is why i was like dang is that not a thing everywhere but um i mean shout out to them for doing that and i hope that it helps more people um going forward as far as you know if they got to get out of a situation they won't have to sit there and be like well i got six months six more months on this lease so i have to sit here and deal with this situation you know 
Yeah, it says that the the victim may terminate the residential uh, tenancy agreement within 60 days of the date of the documented domestic abuse because of safety issues without paying any penalties. So it looks like Mm. it says some of their surrounding states may do that. um, But then they also said they're they've been Arkansas is one of the the few states that have already um, that have domestic abuse laws for landlords and and then the landlords are um, in support of the bill, too. So I find it quite mm. interesting because a lot of times people get money hungry and they don't get no fuck. And I mean, I get right. it. It's, it's business. Shit happens, you know, whatever. But uh, I just found it just reading it as it was, you know, stated in the article, just the title. I just found just the idea of it interesting, too. People are really starting to care. Wanjay? Um, I feel like this bill uh, will be more towards women and men. I, I, I want to know. I don't know the statistics on how many men um, uh, file for domestic abuse cases and things of that nature. So I'm just interested in to see uh, will it apply to men? Uh, it means should if it's his victim, but like the ramifications of it, like will it work for men? I so, think hey, it, my, I think it'll my apply to everybody. But I I get what you're saying, and only reason saying? I said that is because I think it's we have a tendency to obviously see more maybe because of statistics and maybe because it just happens more to women, unfortunately. Yeah. And then I think the idea of men, you know, you probably don't see it often, but if they're, I think it depends. Like maybe if they see it filed, I mean, who are they to deny his claim? Hey, this is what happened. And if they have it written up and it's a valid police report. And if, and if I was going to say, and if the police has come out to the apartment, I mean, that would also be in reports too. So like Reese said, I don't see why they wouldn't, you know, they yeah. to me they would have no reason to not believe him if because it says that it has to be documented. So as long yeah. as it's documented, there should be no questions asked, regardless of sex. It's not funny. Yeah, I, go I, ahead. Okay, no, I, I think you might say what I'm saying because I just feel like a cop going up there and a man saying my wife is hitting me. I like how many of those cases don't get re- reported. You know what I mean? See, it, but I mean, you're talking about before we even get to the whole termination thing. Like, I get what you're saying. It just made me think of Mike Epps when he knew that we talked about you run outside and said you call the police and you try to get to the police before her. Right, hey, right, hey. Right. He said, now you got a <laughs> U-neck on this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's not funny, but it's funny as fuck. But you can yeah, imagine a grown-ass nigga like, hey, 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 hey. He's like, hey, make sure you beat my motherfucking ass. Like, sometimes, like, yeah. think about the Bible shit. Like, you take it seriously, but the first thing motherfuckers was doing is making a joke and shit. Even though she probably did hurt mm-hmm. him and threw a lamp in his head and scratched him the fuck up. Like, and yep. I, honestly, I think men, um, they keep quiet about it mm-hmm. mostly, and like you said, it could play, be a play on the statistics of maybe more women report that stuff. Um, because I personally know guys who have been in abusive relationships, but they've never got the police involved, or you know, they really didn't tell people. So, I mean, it definitely happens. And not to say, you know, my recent brought up the bow wow thing, you know, um, but it's just like people either a make a joke out of it or they don't take it seriously because they feel that the man should be stronger than the woman. Yeah, and you know, take force or do whatever. But then. If he takes force, then now he's becoming the person who's right. doing the violence. So yeah, I think it's kind of shitty. Yeah, I think all in all, it'll mm-hmm. come down to whatever is documented. So if, right, if he and yeah. I think it just depends on the man. Like if he came up and said, "Here, this is the police report. You know, my girlfriend, you know, hit me or whipped my ass, domestic abuse, and hand the paper to him." Like I said, who are they to say no if it's documented? So interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, Jordan, Jordy, Jordan Woods. Little Jordan. Jordan Woods. So Jordan. I, I tried to avoid it. Um, avoid yeah. it because, you know, it's just bullshit. I always thought it was uh, uh, something that was just made up. But I actually decided, <laughs> I, I enjoy Red Table Talk. So I actually decided to watch it. 
It was only like it was like twenty nine minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah, well, only. Up. Yeah, and I mean that went it wasn't that bad, and um, it was good. I mean, she clarified a lot of things. She, they they clarified the background. Um, I think you mentioned it, Reese. The five um, Jordan's father used to work on uh, the Will Smith show. Fresh Prince. He um he was the um, sound guy, mm-hmm. and um the kid they became friends. Um, the kids grew up together. Him and J- her and Jaden and Jaden. Um, was introduced uh, with uh, Kylie, and then came Kylie's best friend. Yada yada. Uh, but watching watching it, um, it was a couple of themes that came up that you know I felt that was more important than the actual story itself. Right. Um, and one of the first things is just Will was talking about telling her like, you know, I love you. Stand the other. Um, I don't condone what you did, but you know, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that you're being accountable for the part that you took in this uh, ordeal. So I thought that was very important, like I, for her to come out and, and say it, even though she did lie initially when Car- um, when um, Chloe asked, like, hey, yo, you was at the party, what happened? And, and she kind of covered for him, but then she kind of, she uh, did y'all watch it? Yeah, you know? I thought she said she didn't, so I thought she said she didn't fuck him, though, but she was on his lap and had her legs and shit on him. Yeah, she, she said, yeah, but you know, when she said that, she they asked, like, she, he was like, no, he wasn't with any other girls or anything like that. I like, didn't really follow yeah, that. But flirtatious. Yeah, 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 and uh, and um, and then he, then she said that she didn't tell him that about the kiss, and then that's when it all oh, came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but I didn't um, fuck him. Um, another, what else do you another, want from me? <laughs> right. Another theme <laughs> uh, I got bitch, from it was uh, use your intuition. Um, one of the things she kept reiterating in the in the. Uh, in the interview was I shouldn't have been there. Um, and if you're, you know, you're drunk. Cause not a lot of times when you're drunk, your intuition doesn't kick in like that, but um, she, she shouldn't have, she shouldn't have never been there. Another thing too, is that how black women are dis, dis, uh, disrespected in the media. Yeah. She said one of the, one of the things that kind of upset her was like, you know, people were calling her slut and this, that and the other. And she's like, you know, you're this black girl that was with this white family and um, here you are, here you are messing up this family and stuff Slutting like that. Letting it up. You know, it was yeah. funny. I don't know if y'all saw that meme. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Kevin Hart or whoever, and he was jumping in somebody's arms. So the person arms oh. that he was jumping in, it was Will and Jada. And then the person that was chasing him was the Kardashians. And him and Kim Kardashian <laughs> was um, Jordan Woods. And it was like Jada, Jada and Will when they tried to attack her. And he was, she was like, <laughs> it's like you ain't gonna ruin this black girl. Um, so yeah, I think right. it was dope that they gave her the opportunity because they saw they saw what was coming, and then for Will to, and I think that's a lot because a lot of people follow and respect Will Smith. So for him to be at the very beginning, you know what I'm saying, and to be mm-hmm. like, nope, like the majority, yeah, that. right, like look, you know what I'm saying, handle your business, calling and shit, you know, Facetime, he got other shit to be doing, like mm-hmm. you're not what you not finna do. You know, Kardashians really over there like that meme, like bitch. So it's like. Mm-hmm. And then her, what was it, Kim and all, whoever, the, and Malika was in the damn car singing the Nivea song, didn't even know the goddamn lyrics. I'm like, really? Don't yeah. mess with my man. She, I'm like, Kim, really? Probably never heard that song. Yeah. Like, Who's Nivea? But, yeah, I mean, um, it, it, was, it was a good interview. Um, she yeah. talked about how, like, her, her uh, brothers, like, her sister can't go to school now. Yeah. How, um, yeah, how her mother can't go to the grocery store, brother can't go to work. Mm-hmm. So it's just the the actions of one can affect the actions of many. And then the last thing was uh, let people go through their process. Um, you know, she's she said she was trying to reach out to Chloe and and, and uh, leave voicemails and stuff like that. But Jada said you gotta gotta let people have process. 
yeah you see chloe tweeted and shit like you lied i think chloe was insinuating that she did indeed fuck him she tweeted something that said and she tagged her she, and shit yeah and then she took it back she was like she blamed and then she was like uh, i don't know if she deleted it but she at the next one of the next following tweets was yeah, um yeah. she blamed she blamed tristan for the whole incident not not jordan but um to know she did. But yeah but that's part of the process like she's pissed she's mad so she gotta lash out somehow some way so um so that's the some of the things i thought and just thought so about she did not fuck him right according to her she, according to her she did she said she did not smash he said when she was getting ready to leave by essentially like i could just i saw it visually like maybe she was going to tell him bye and he kissed her and that was it like so i like to say i don't know i wasn't yeah, there but of course um there could you know there could there were there could have right. been some things that she might have left yeah. out and try to make herself look cleaner but maybe he grabbed um, her butter and bit her booty um yeah something like that chloe said why are you lying jordan woods if you're going to try and save yourself by going public instead of calling me privately to apologize first at least be honest about your story by the way you are the reason my family broke <laughs> <laughs> she's mad as a bitch she's like girl and then she yeah then she followed up and said actually yeah, Tristan shit. Yeah, so. yeah but still she said why are you lying like bitch I'm sitting down with my auntie mind your business shit right exactly um, exactly so watch it if you can like I said just, besides just looking at the actual story itself cause it's wild yeah. just look at the, some of the some of the themes that I caught uh, while listening you know what it made story. me feel too like I was actually like okay she's sitting down with Jada you know to talk about it cool but it made me realize like how much of like we still young like even though she 21 mm-hmm. and we 26 27 28 mm-hmm. we're still in that same bracket but it made me feel like how you can sit down and be honest with the older folks and it really not that it don't matter but like jada was like shit i done did some shit i done fucked up too and sometimes it's hard yeah. to kind of have those conversations with people older than you or even people younger than you and it's real life how i always say like you know sometimes we give our parents flag for being this way or people in our family but you got to look at them as just humans too so I just yeah. love the way that Jada just outside of Jordan just generally humanizes people's situations and she bring on people that she had beef with or, you know, that they, you know, breaking the ice with their beef, you know, Will's ex-wife, Cherie, um, Gabrielle Union and they little beef and whoever that white woman that was on it at one time, I didn't watch it or they had some <laughs> beef. Um, but yeah, I just think that the humanization that Jada allows people to have is pretty dope. So yeah shout out to that's him. funny yeah so i saw twitter somebody's like you know what i love jada but sometimes you just need to tell her like girl don't do that shit again right and I, she <laughs> low-key she probably said that to her at the beginning but bitch we've been mm-hmm. cleaning shit up like come on sit on this chair mm-hmm. shit. i thought she was at the end when they grabbed they, each other's hands and it's like don't <laughs> do this shit again <laughs> they doing? yes i love you <laughs> Y'all the hand fun. grab right that's how they hands me right i love you, <laughs> I love you. Call your mama. Love you too. Call your mama. Tell her to come get you. <laughs> you driving for miles, bitch. You drunk. All right. Uh. <laughs> so I had a drive. I had my driver waiting there all night. Like, who right. would sit there all night? Right. That's money. Shit. Hollywood. Y'all, of course, y'all be out there fucking each other. We know the Hollywood ways, bitch. You, you know what mm-hmm. you did. Yeah, talk about. to the drivers. That talk to the drivers and the bouncers. Right. Um, her driver would oh, be like Manly on um, what's that his name on um, mm-hmm. Baps. They little uh. They um, Butler Manly oh, for his Babs. name. Y'all never seen Babs? I, I can't think of his name. I think yeah, I've seen Babs. I think it was, I don't know his name. name. I think his name was Mask Manly. Like somebody you can talk to. He was that motherfucker that you didn't fuck with him at oh, first. Oh, and then there was Manly. Yeah, and then you can talk to him and shit and be cool. <laughs> Random shit of the week slash my weekly revelations. Who put this? Me. So. <laughs> Sorry. I, now I'm looking at Baps and trying to figure out what was dude's name. It's Manly. Yep, it was Manly. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to know, like, do you ever hear your family's views on some things? And it really makes you question them. So earlier, um, we have Sunday dinner every Sunday and my family, um, my Sunday. uncle, he was here. Mama. And um, big mama, your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you guys, but Juan Jay isn't laughing because he doesn't know the joy is the soul of the movie. Watch the series. <laughs> the, the mama, he was so concerned. Your arm, he said, don't nobody. I'm fine. Ain't nothing that, that my, my herbs can cure. I'm I'm done. No, but. <laughs> no, that was funny as fuck. Petty. Mama, no, you ain't been taking so... your medicines. <laughs> no, so. um. We were, they were talking, um, it was brought up about R. Kelly. Um, something Uh was brought up about R. Kelly. And then, I don't know how we got from R. Kelly, but to to Trump, to immigrants, to immigrants. And just some of the comments (laughs) that was made. I'm literally sitting here like, I am, I love you. I won't say I was disgusted to have dinner with my family. But it really made me think about how much older i mean not even how much older they are how old how yeah how much older they are than me and how they're not really in this stuff like i feel like sometimes older people read like facebook um articles and they just read the title i mean younger people do it too but i feel like older people do it more like they read the title Mm -hmm. of an article and that'd be that be it and i mean (laughs) i don't know i guess just their views on what they were saying about immigrants and things like that i was just like ew, y'all disgust me like I was not amused with the conversation because I feel like to me, it just made it seem like they were trying to say that if you've been here for over five years and you're not legal, then you're not trying to be, or you're not working hard enough. And I'm like, I think it's a, I think if I think it's a bit of a process. Yeah. I, I technically wouldn't know because that's not something that I have to go through. Right. Um, but I think it's a bit of a process and I felt like, you know, if you haven't been through something or if you don't have to go through something or if you don't know these people, you can't say that they're not trying to, you know, ob- obtain citizenship here. Um, it was just it was just a lot for me. So I want to know, is was there has there ever been a time where you heard um, like your aunties, uncles or even your parents views on something and you're kind of like, damn, that's what you really think about this situation? Yeah, I think sometimes um, they just not really in tune with like the details of certain things. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, for example, um, it wasn't really major, but it was like the whole voting for marijuana thing in Milwaukee. Like I was telling my mom, like, did you vote for that or will you vote for it? And she was kind of like, no, I ain't voting for that. But she couldn't explain to me why and shit. And I'm like, well, it's helping, you know, young black people predominantly in a sense because we most going to jail in a sense everybody but you know what i mean but i'm like explaining like x y and z and she was kind of like oh i didn't think about it that way i'm like like are you not paying attention but you know i think about my mom like she's a little bit old school and you know you you know what you know and you come up a certain way like she says certain words (laughs) certain things that you know it'd be funny but now you can't really say you know what i'm saying so she'd be looking at me like what and i'm like you really can't say that but it's funny but like you you can't like she said f word uh, sometimes but that's because, but that's like that's not funny but yeah but it's like something that was said a long time ago and it was okay like remember right. when i talked about exactly. how like if bernie mac was still doing this comedy if you watch some of the shit he said then like would people right. be attacking him if he was still alive still saying it? if he was still saying it so certain things like that but other than that 
sometimes like i'll go back and forth for just be looking like and it don't be too serious it just now now personally i look at certain things and be like you just don't get it because either you don't want to get it you stuck in your ways or that's just how you grew up and who am i to fight with you over that that's my business right and I'm yeah I, I don't really say much it's just be interesting to hear their views and like because like you said you know i mean my mom was born in 76 my uncles were born in the 80s obviously i was born early 90s so just the way and obviously we talk about us having technology at an earlier age than yeah. most people did so it's just to me it's just different for people my age than it is for like my aunts and uncles and my mom so what about you Monje? yeah i mean i you got to just put things in context when do people grow up i mean you, you're trying to unteach somebody you know 40 plus 50 plus 60 plus years sometimes of what they knew and the experiences mm-hmm. they knew uh it's very difficult like um like you say I'm, I'm blessed to have my grandparents in my life and i talk to them often about when they were growing up and i was just today my grandfather was like fam if you were caught even uh, having a pencil like they would they they could possibly lynch you like that's how crazy it was back then so some of the things now trying to tell them that you know it's cool to own your own stuff or it's cool to, you know, yeah, go to school, but you don't have to go to school nowadays. And they're like, whoa, we, we fought to go to school, but y'all told me y'all ain't got to go to school. Like, you know, stuff like that. So you just got to put it in context. Be like, you know what? Y'all grew up this way. This is what you only know. Um, and you know, sometimes you got to be quiet or if they are willing to listen, you say, Hey, you know, for my, my age, this is what's going on. So, so yeah, you just got to be careful though. Yeah. I don't know why I just, and then, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I just want to say that you guys, and the thing about our time too, like you said, it's just now everything is overly sensitive, and sometimes mm-hmm. we can get caught up in that. I know a lot of times I do, I get caught up and I gotta check myself, like, come on, it's not that serious, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, y'all just made me this is so random, but because my grandma, I just think about the days where she just used to say funny, crazy stuff. Like, I remember they talked about my cousin, she got her belly button pierced when we were like in our late teens. You know, my cousin just all open. She's like, Grandma, look at me, I got my belly button pierced. You know, she folding the clothes in the chair. She's like, Oh, beat your ass. What the fuck, you get that? Like, they don't understand certain things. Right. It's like, it's just, it's like jewelry from my ear, just from my belly button. But that's not what the fuck they did back in the day. So she like, I'll beat your ass. What the fuck is that? And it's just, she like, Grandma, like, she think Grandma gonna like it and shit. Grandma cussed her out for having it. Thank God it wasn't a tongue piercing. Oh, but yeah, I I think that's another level. (laughs) I remember when when I was um, down south. My great grandmother, <laughs> um, I this little girl, this girl I was talking to, she came, she would come over my grandmother's house, clean it up, blank, blank, and um, she, she, uh, we went, we were in the back room, door open and everything, talking, and then you know we were talking, just talking, we weren't doing nothing crazy, <clears throat> we was just sitting on the bed. Mm-hmm. She left, and then my grandmother told me she was like, uh, "You had the girl in the back room." I was like, "Yeah, the door was open." She's like, "You can't, you can't do that down there. You, that, that's you know, that's oh, being man." Yeah, it's just being managed. You can't be, even though. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Take your bra. You can't just. Just Just can't do stuff like that. You just can't do stuff like that. Especially down there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Who be going through people's comments and likes and shit? There's got to be more, Jay. Of course, yeah, it is. man. Look, <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like it is easier instead of having to um, actually put a comment down. You freezing um, up? We have people in comment, and someone I'm freezing up. Mm-hmm. You good now? Oh, okay, got it. Um, so, like, 
say for instance, someone say, say, have something in common. I think, um, damn, what was it today? So say for instance, you ask, you say something like who likes vanilla ice cream? Mm-hmm. And uh, people say, no, I don't like vanilla ice cream. I like, uh, chocolate. I like strawberry. And I will go like the comment that strawberry is like, is that creepy? Or should I just say something? Oh, you talking about like going through people comments instead of co- recommenting the same thing, just liking a comment that you concur with. Just liking the com, just liking the comment. Like, is that creepy? Or because a lot of times, like, it sometimes it'll be random people that I don't know, and I just like just like the comment because that's what um, I, that's how I feel. Not as, I thought you was gonna say something off the wall and shit. Um, not necessarily. Oh, no. I don't really think it's creepy because I think sometimes instead of saying the same thing, if you, if you don't want any attention to kind of be drawn to what you say, sometimes because sometimes I personally do that if I'm just if if it's like an interesting topic and I'm just looking just to see what people say because I'm interested in hearing what people say just because I like different comments. Everybody got different thoughts, blah blah, whatever. So I'll just go through and I happen to like it because it's something that I agree with. But I like right. I, I get what you're saying. It's just it's just different context. So I mean, I can see that being okay in a sense. It'd be random likes and then it'd be like people, you know, people that don't follow you or anything like that. But because they're that following that person. Right. But that's what Facebook is for. It. It's, it's there for me to like. I'm going to like it. Nonetheless, it's starting some bullshit. You know, they say co-signing and shit. But I guess you are co-signing. But still, I don't find okay. that creepy. I thought you were going to say something like weird what, and shit. Oh, well, okay. Then what would be considered creepy? Like what would, what would be a creepy thing? I thought you were going to say like going through people's comments and, and likes and like if you just like old pictures and comments. and I don't know. I thought you were going to say something along those terms. Like just being uh, like... I didn't know you was going this route, but I mean, that's kind of what Facebook, I mean, I guess this is what's weird about Facebook and Instagram and stuff to me. People be like, uh, you go through people comments, you go through people likes, you go through this, you do that. And I'd be kind of like, damn, like if, if it's there, we can't do that. Like, I don't know. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Like, uh, go ahead. I've, I've gone through, I've gone through people likes before just to see like who liked it. Like, mm, how you will be the one that liked this picture type <laughs> thing. What a creep. Um, <laughs> so so he's saying like I see you know like uh somebody make a status or whatever and well you explain it Wanda hell you said it you know since recently posted a post like who likes vanilla ice cream someone might say no someone might say I like strawberry chocolate whatever and I like the one that says strawberry but I don't make a comment is that creepy so you saying like no, because it's like agreeance. Yeah, to me, that's what yeah. I said. I don't, I don't see it. I thought he was going to say like something creepy, like a random person like, that you never met before. But that's you know, what that's, that's, that's what I was friends. saying. That's what Facebook is for. But then I pose, right. I pose a question of like, is anything really creepy? Like, I know it is, but I'm saying like, if it's there for me to go, if if I can see who liked it, if I can see who commented, why can't I look if it's there? I think it's time consuming, but I can see. I think, yeah, go ahead. I think it's creepy when people don't expect other people to comment, uh, make a comment based off their comment. Just because, like Reese said, that's kind of what Facebook is for. Earlier, this girl asked, what's your top three Chris Brown songs? And this girl, she said one of the songs that I like, and I'm like, damn, that's my song. Yeah, and, you know, agree. she just responded back. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, sometimes some people don't comment back or they just like your comment. Either way, I'm cool with that because you like what I said, you agree. We don't have to have a back and forth dialogue because we don't know each other. But right. if we have a mutual friend, um, there's bound to be some people that you don't know commenting on this other person's status. Right. I don't think liking someone's comments is is weird. Yeah. What about what about if you so you like that person's status? You'd be like, oh man, she cute, and then go through her shit. <laughs> go, what do you mean go through her <laughs> shit? Like, go, I think you know what's crazy, and I find it's funny that I'm saying. Like, oh, this. she's married. I think a lot of times we so easy to judge and say that's weird, that's creepy, but we all do a lot of the same shit 
Like exactly. for example, like if you go to Google, you you might in your brain be like, damn, this is a weird ass, stupid ass question. The way your brain forms, you know how your brain just so you type mm-hmm. it in Google, that's exact way your brain say it, and the whole fucking question popped the fuck up. To me, and that's why right. I say everybody be thinking the same shit. So I be thinking like it's a lot of things that we all do that for a second we'll be like, That's crazy, that's weird, I ain't doing that. But I think everybody in a sense be doing that. And I ain't gonna lie, yes, I have one through people pages, went through their comments and likes and just to see, you know, the vibe of who they are and shit like that. Like if I'm you know, okay, he up, up do a baby, never mind. Um but yeah, like dig a girl, hugging her by the waist, that's his that's his chick. Um right, that's how I be like Homer Simpson back up. Uh I said, get on my DMs. So, yeah, what, what year was this? <laughs> right. Who said mm, two years still too close? Um <laughs> like, why they still got this? Right. Who said delete? Delete, delete, control. Yeah. I delete. I, y'all delete. Yeah, y'all delete like the like say for your relationship stuff and y'all over with, like y'all delete that stuff or I, I don't really, think you might have asked this before, but yeah, I never really, I really post people like that, so I ain't gonna I ain't gonna have to. No, pictures of my ex from high school is still up. I yeah, don't. We I about don't. That. But that's so far behind, though. Now it's just funny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, high school is different. But... Yeah, but now I don't post nobody. Like, you know, delete those. Delete, uh, delete those. Well, my boyfriend still got his pictures up, and they were he together do? for oh, I a long noticed. time. I don't. I guess it depends. <laughs> like, if you just don't give a fuck no more, then you know yeah, whatever I mean, and if i'm cute i might not do it because i'm cute but if i have like i don't know if i get a whole new like now for example if i was dating a nigga two years ago and it was pictures on my page and i have a whole new nigga and you know sometimes when you post pictures of shit the shit be close as fuck like on your page instagram and facebook <laughs> and shit they're like damn this bitch gets new nigga every week you know motherfuckers on like the thoroughly read dates and shit so you know i might i might archive it you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna delete it you know if i'm cute it depends mm. i don't know i've never really been in a situation to do it but right well, now I, I probably archive it or delete it so it because it really don't mm. matter like and just put okay. it in my I, personal i mean i delete I'll delete for me because it's out of sight of mine. I yeah. want to go back like, damn, what happened? Why, why yeah, that's it? true. I might delete I it and just put it in. Like, because I'm a picture person. I was just talking to my auntie earlier and I sent her some pictures from when I went to Cuba because she wanted to print them. And I'm like, every I was explaining how I do it. And I'm like, every once in a while, I'll take a batch of pictures that I took within the last year or so, depending on the last time I did it. And I'll just send them to Walgreens website and I'll print them and go in the store and pay for them and buy them just so I can have a hard copy. So I think I told you that I had the hard copy from me, you and Daryl and Stacy was at oh, schoolyard yeah. years ago and i'm like I, I like looking at small stuff even if i don't fuck with people like that no more so you know stuff like that is it's pretty cool to see so which one you don't fuck with uh i'm just saying generally <laughs> <laughs> i'm just Betty. saying generally but one of them i haven't seen in a while i'll say that but that really wasn't for him because i just haven't spoken <laughs> to him. somebody just asked me but oh that was i'll tell y'all later you gotta anyway. ask the tough questions <laughs> i said okay oh mocha <laughs> mocha um, what what said? She said, "You so I just want to know to clarify. You did not sleep with him. She like, put her on, hand on the table. You did not sleep. Said, with Say it, but you fucking didn't. <laughs> was it good? <laughs> and she's like, Jordan was like, no. I never. Like, wait, wait, wait. I ain't got a napkin up here. He, she was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> I think she fucked him. Yeah. All right. Um, where we at here? Let's see. LeBron Doxon shows are dope. Did his um? Yeah. Did, did the one with Jamie Foxx air last night? Yep, yep. Okay, I watched. Watch no, it. I, I, it aired uh, Saturday. Saturday. That's not right. Or Friday night. Friday. Friday night. Yeah, I'm gonna go talk. To, oh, today's uh, Saturday, right? Oh, yeah. Together. Sunday. Which one? No, no, no. Today's Sunday. Yeah, today's Sunday. Right. So yesterday. Yeah, so it aired Friday. Okay. No, yeah, because I saw Jamie Foxx posted. I'm gonna go talk to. Yeah, I think it's. Well, I don't know why I thought today was Saturday was for like two seconds. Yeah, oh my gosh, it was great actually. I um, that's why I had to put it on here because I just went through. I was watching that. I was watching that. 
and that that made me go watch Shut Up and Dribble. And I was like, oh man, this is all good. Like this, LeBron can produce some good documents, uh, documentary uh, documentaries. Um, and documents. That's what I said. Documents. Remember we we talked about it. I forget when it came out, but I watched it and I was like, you know, it's dope that you know he's doing what he like. He made the right moves. You could tell exactly what he wanted mm-hmm. to do. Obviously, outside of basketball, going to L.A. Um, but what everything he has his hands in is really dope. And I really enjoy Shut Up and Dribble, just the history of the basketball and just yeah. the different elements and different certain players. Like you got the Bill Russell, you got, you know, you got some players that you heard of was Oscar Robinson, but you heard of, mm-hmm. but you ain't heard of on a little a, a superior level, but you see what the fuck they've been through as far as going to court yeah. and killing this and rights and things that they got passed to ha- to allow these newer players to have, you know, this and that mm-hmm. and collective bargaining Free and things agency. like that. So um, I just thought it was dope. Anyway, go ahead. No, yeah, I, I, it, it was um, it was eye opener for me. And one thing I noticed too is by LeBron um, producing on his own content, he controls his own narrative. Mm-hmm. Like at, at, on even both of those documents, or with the shopping stuff about him too. But um, he talked about him going to from moving from Cleveland to the Heat to uh, back going back to Cleveland and getting a um, championship, and then mm-hmm. the shop is. You know them talking about it. So I have an article under here too with Anto- uh, black athletes knowing their worth. And Antonio Brown was actually on the episode on the shop, and um, and just recently he was in the news for just basically telling people like I don't need football. Uh, football needs me essentially. And um, you know I got thirty million. My house is paid off. Like I'm good. Like I don't really don't need football anymore. But football needs me. And um, mm. I just think that you know with LeBron doing what he's doing, he's empowering players and 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 entertainers and people in general to take ownership of their own lives and their own careers uh even to the point of ad ad is kind of like the fans ad he would have been in the year league for seven years and really there hasn't been anything crazy that has happened under his name so now that he's up for free agency it's kind of like the fans expect him to stay with with uh, the pelicans but he's like i need to go somewhere and control my own brand and you know he was having that heart to heart with ad like yo you know you're growing up like now you're i think he's like 24 25 i think or mm-hmm. something like that like he's still young and um that's crazy like we older than them they super they super tall but um mm-hmm. I, I thought it's, if you get a chance to watch that that shop episode jamie fox was on there gerard carmichael yeah um, two chains two chains was on there too a meek mill yeah, um, I saw it was really uh, good. Jamie Foxx posted, and I I was just busy. I forgot about it. Got to take my fucking couch so I can sit down. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw uh, Jamie Foxx posted, and he was talking about his smile and shit. The picture, he was like, he's like, damn, why the fuck am I smiling so hard? I'm like, he's stupid. So, <laughs> yeah, I watch it. I probably watch it tonight or tomorrow morning. Yeah, or something it was when I good. Shit, so. Interesting. I heard some. Uh, I seen an interesting clip, and you know, Twitter is Twitter, and. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had a comment about one of the things that was said on the show. So I guess once me and Reese watch, I'll add that on for like the next episode. But I do enjoy the shop. I enjoy LeBron as a person. I feel like um, the things that he does and says is just great. Like not to say that other people don't contribute to a lot, um, you know, other parts of everything. But he definitely to me, LeBron, like you said, Mwanje controls his narrative. And basically to me, his narrative is I'm more than just an athlete. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he does a great job of showing that um, he should, he, to me, he appears to be very likable and very human through the shop. Um, I mean, then he's got this school and then he does this and he does that. He's a, you know, dad and all this other stuff. I just think, you know, shout out to LeBron, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, and I think it's just so perfect that um, he's not perfect. Like, you know, the, the yeah. whole narrative maybe 10, 15, shit, maybe five uh, five years ago where, you know, people didn't want to be, or it, it wasn't right for people to be, you know, documented cursing or, you know, being on camera, you had to sit up like this and be like that. You know, I, it's mm-hmm. good to be able to have his show on HBO and then say fuck and shit and just say what, you know, just say what the fuck they want to say. Right. And, like really just being themselves. And, it, you know, it may seem small. It may be like, oh, that's just, that's naughty. You shouldn't say those type of words. I'm like, shit, he being who he is. Like, and it's good. Sometimes you don't get to see celebrities in their own element being who they are. You, oh, how was the game? Well, I had a very great game. You know, you know, he traveled. You know, we scored. I went home. Like, it's more than to a motherfucker than just that. So, um, I think it's quite yeah. interesting. So, listeners, let us know what you guys think. <laughs> anyway, time for dating, relationships, and sex for you nasty motherfuckers. All right, I want to uh, get you guys' opinion on this question here. It says, would you stay if you got cheated on, whether you were married or unmarried? And then, depending on your answer, what factors matter in your decision? And I'm going to tell you why I asked this before y'all give me y'all answers. Of course, one of my favorite reality shows that just went off, uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. I really want y'all, somebody to watch it because I need somebody to co-sign with. Like, it's, it's just one of them reality shows where you'd be like, why, why the fuck am I watching this? It's not bad, but it's just so good as far as just everything. Um, so I talked about Melly Ho, her, her husband, he cheated on her. So the last episode came on last night and like, I think he was getting surgery cause he hurt his ankle playing bat or football and he was in the bed. So she kind of like, you know, telling him like, okay, after this, you're going to be downstairs, you know, on top of that, you got to get your shit together and I'm going to be upstairs. And he looked like the fuck. And he always dismisses her and it pisses me off. Like, well, people go through stuff when it's shit. And she like, go through stuff. And she country and shit. Like, go through stuff. Hey, not to, not to cut you off. Is that uh-huh. the same guy where I saw a clip where he was like, um, she wanted to start her business and he tapped her on the knee like, okay. No, that's uh, Marcel. That's that's uh, another fucking that story. That was funny. No, that's, I an, was like, that's that another so fucking story. Demeaning. But. That was so See, you now you got me on a rant with that because now his ass she went on a um <laughs> she went on an interview with these realtors uh or with somebody and uh she long story short she got him a contract to build a motherfucking hotel mm. so he was she was like telling him because he all because he's very like old school like you can't work you got to watch the kids mm-hmm. i don't know if he was doing it you know to kind of hype up like um the tv show but when she left mm-hmm. to go out with melody or whatever he didn't know what the fuck his kids was allergic to just like stupid ass shit as a parent you'd yeah. be like what but anyway he just that's another story Letitia and marceau then there's kimmy and maurice just got married and then there's melody and martel stupid ass so like he just dismisses her like every time and i get it can get annoying when you bring it up but you and somebody made a good point and i retweeted it because i saw it on twitter it was like you know it's hard to build your trust back when you got deceived not knowing that the shit was even going on without any signs at that. You just found out that your uh-huh. husband was cheating on you. So I just wanted to know, like, would you stay? And then what factors influence that? Obviously, married, unmarried, kid, whatever it is. Um, so let me just finish what I was saying. So she ended up getting into like this little spat with him as he's in the hospital bed, finna get wheeled away. And then he's kind of like, you know what? I don't want to talk about this right now. People go through things, you know. What he said, he had me cracking up. It wasn't funny, but it was. He's like, we're not friends right now, and I'm like. Nigga, how come mm-hmm. you gonna keep dismissing my feelings, bro? Like, I just want to punch him in his shit in the bed. And then it's like, I understand. And then when he was going under and... Not the bed. Yeah, like, he, you know, he's like, I love you. And you're the only woman I want. Like, and he was just kind of defending the woman when they got into it the week before at the wedding. It was just too much. So he always dismissed her feelings. I just want to know, like, would you stay and watch the show? But would you stay if you got <laughs> cheated on? Mm, I think hey, I would like it. But anyway, sorry. That's my show. I just, that was, I just thought that was funny when he tapped on the knee, like, okay. He's so petty, bro. Like, it's just, he just, oh, uh, he get on my nerves, too. 
I know. I, he like told her that her up. realtor's license is a fucking what he says for play or some shit. Like, who the fuck is you talking mm-hmm. to? But anyway, she got a master's degree and everything. Like, anyway, go ahead. Would you? She say? liked that shit too. Oh, she um, what? Uh, Lassie, what you think? No, you go. Oh damn! I got it first. Um, but I stay. It, it, it's a couple factors. Um, it's the way of how you cheated. Um, if you, uh, if you, if you cheated where it was just completely downright downright disregard to um my my uh my integrity i i feel like that you gotta go like you cheated in our home if you use funds that, that was planned for both of us to do whatever like buy a hotel for a yard to cheat like you gotta go you gotta go because that's just downright disrespectful um but if you know well, if you if, took her if, portion if just, out and decided to go fuck another nigga and go to universal studio nah fam if it's a joint account and you because if you take your own personal account and do Come all that stuff please give it to that, me soul food it please five thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars is mine <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's fam. like i'm getting my own account tomorrow okay 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 <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead yeah. nah nah it, yeah if you do that like I've I've, seen, I've heard stories of of people getting cheated on the worst way, and um, yeah, that that for me that's that's a no go. All right, so that's say say um, you walked in, your wife was fucking another nigga in your bed. Yeah, gone. Y'all here? I'm what, done. Your girlfriend was fucking another nigga in your bed. I'm done. My girlfriend. <laughs> one, one of the, that's how I get over things. Shut up. My, you know I'm going to be lying. He be like, <laughs> he look like of Romeo. My Romeo. Masterpiece snap on him. Um, what if one of your kids told you, "Mommy was with some dude in the bed"? Gotta go. That yeah, you in my bed. I mean, it's in, in how you know house. it's true? It's, you, you believe your kids? You believe your kids' eyes over me? Yeah. Why would all my kids lie on their mom? Like that. that yeah. That'll be. It was watching that'll TV. That'll be wild. They thought it was me. <laughs> they thought it was me. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no, no. So anything up. in my house. House, anything in my house or property car anything like that like it's you were you knew, intentionally knew what you were doing okay um, but you know if it's a one-off you had you know, you know you were at a business trip and you know late nights and just a one-off type thing then i can understand that possibly um mm. it just will have to be some it would just have to it would just have to be some um some really trust building to to get back from that uh but as far as like you just blatant disregard disrespectful yeah you gotta go. What about you, Lassie? Before I habitual. Pose my Lassie, next... I'm sorry, habitual. Of course, gotta be habitual. If it's habitual too, now you gotta go. Um, I don't try to say because you're not in a situation, but no, I think um my views on cheating and staying with the cheater changes um as I get older. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was younger and I was teen, uh, in my teens, I was I would always be like, nope, I'm not dating a cheater. And then in my early 20s, I was like, um, I think it's something that I could work through if, if I think the factors that Mwanje said, like doing it in our home, around our kids or using our money for this person, that's too much for me. Um, and also falling in love with that woman. If you fall in love with that woman, I'm, I'm not fighting to get you back because she has you. So mm-hmm. she she can have you. I'm not going to try to get you back from that. Oh no, I'm um, not fighting at all. I think I mean it it's it's hard to say um j- just because you never know. You might be in a situation where you like Moanje saying now like no, 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 but he might 
I'm not wishing this upon Monje, but he might be in this. He might be in this situation, and he might be like, "I feel like what we have is better than this, and if we can get through this, then I'll stay. But if it happens again, then I'm done." You know, and that's not to give an ultimatum. I think that's just people know how much they can take or handle, and I don't know. For me, um, I don't know. Like I said, my my stance changes, but um, right now. I'm at a point, I don't know, yeah, like, there was a situation um, recently, um, my boyfriend didn't cheat on me, but some girl at his job was just, to me, she, <laughs> she was blatantly Monte, disrespectful. <laughs> Monte, you ugly. I was saying, I no, can't tape, oh my god. <laughs> she didn't, and, and I'm, I'm being honest, like, I'm being honest, like, no, he didn't, no, I, I he no, didn't we do him. Sorry. He didn't do anything. Right. He didn't do anything. So I don't want people know to know who my boyfriend is to be like, oh my god. Oh snap! They already got turmoil. Yeah, right. Like turmoil. No. Um, but to me, the girl was just a little too disrespectful for my liking. You know, I feel like if you know someone has a girlfriend, back off. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, um, that was just my thing. I I didn't think. You know, like I said, there was nothing that happened with him. To me, just a co-worker going out of control. And, you know, the whole work-husband, work-wife thing. I don't really believe in that. Mm-mm. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only person that better be cooking your food is me. I don't care what Danielle putting her lasagna while you eating it Uh-oh. anyway. You walk up, you get up and get your own pencil. All right. Uh, now, let me <laughs> let me ask y'all this. Now, what if it was a situation where he or she was treating y'all so good, like you would have no idea, like the everything going on in your house you have no idea and something somehow you found out it slipped up somebody said something whatever that they had like a mm-hmm. one or two year relationship with somebody else like a whole nother side girlfriend and y'all wow like that, that's Outta what kind of happened on love and marriage huntsville like she claimed she didn't have no idea and then they at one Outta point here. towards the beginning mid of the season they had this little argument and it's like he be so much in denial not denial but it just he just denies her feelings in a sense or pushes him off like well we wasn't having sex and she made an interesting point she was like well how come you just you never she said not one time you said anything about me complaining about it so how am i supposed to know i'm like damn that's good because a lot of time motherfuckers would be complaining like we ain't fucking we ain't doing this we ain't doing mm-hmm. that but she said i don't know this stuff so i'm like damn and that's what and that was like I could feel her hurt. I'm not married. That never technically happened to me, but I'm like, it just watching the show. I just, every time I'd be like, Oh, like I'd be sitting there like, say it again, say it again. I'm gonna bust you on your shit. (laughs) So now let me ask you how, or what's a good way to make up with your significant other after cheating? Or how would you like to be made up with if somebody cheated on you and you decided to stay and reconcile? Um, if I decided to stay, um, he would have to show me, I mean, I would need to see that this person is cut off, blocked, no more communication. You would have to show me that you are in it to fucking win it. Because if I don't feel that way, if I don't feel like that and you're not doing everything that you should be doing to gain my trust back, then I'm done. Um, A whole nother relationship, that's deep. To me, that would fall into the category of what I said as far as falling in love. He might not be in love with the girl, but you love her enough to have a whole year plus relationship when you got a whole wife they got kids yes they have three kids you got a whole wife and three kids at home and just because you just whatever however you feel no that's um, what you said nah yeah no. 
Yeah, you just uh, just has to be everything has to be consistent. I need to. You need to be home at this time. You need to be here at that time. This time has to be. You gotta be drill sergeant. Pause right there though, and that's what she said. So it was a couple times he went out like to the gym, and she wasn't like where you was at. We it was like. Like she was fixing her shoe, or she just was asking questions. She was like, "Oh, you was kind of." And you could tell it's kind of paranoid because of what she been through. So at one point, right. she was like, "What was you at last night, babe?" He was like, "What you talking about? I told you I went to the gym." And she, you know, she just fixing her skirt. Just and then you could tell it's just rolling off. I didn't feel like it was like, "Where you been? Where you been?" And she was like, "Well, you know, you went to the gym. Well, you took too long to come back, or something." She said, and he was looking like, and you can see he is trying, but it's like, I guess my next question is, how do you like? What's too much as the cheater? What's too much to take from somebody that's really, you know? trying to earn your trust back like is there a, a, a um, point where you'd be like this too much like as far as them bringing it up like if, if you, even well, if you have or haven't if you get what i'm saying well it's a consistency if i'm being consistent and it's you know it's you the thing is you're kind of put in a tough spot because you mess you did something terrible and you right. try to fix it and you really can't tell someone like well you need to be over this in three years like no when you can't do that but yeah. but but at the same time, it's when you're showing that you're being consistent and they still don't believe you, then it's now we have the we have this uh, crossroad crossroad where we're saying, like, OK, look, do you still want to be in this relationship? Like, that's that's where I'll be at. Like, do you still want to be here? Because I can't continue to sacrifice and sacrifice to prove to you that I'm still with you and you don't come to a conclusion. Now we're in limbo. It's, so how what long do you, what does do that want? last for you, though? Say you you hurt somebody, you I, cheated I, on them. And, you know, she's saying, you know, okay, you know, where were you? Or, and she bringing up how you mm-hmm. made her feel. Like, how long mm-hmm. do you sit in that before you when say? My, at, well, with my romantic comedy vibes, I would say a lifetime. It would take me a lifetime. But I have she's to. Like, Shut the fuck uh, up. What was you at last night? It would, <laughs> 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 it would be a lifetime. I'll, do, I'll follow you for a lifetime. But, 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 no, and real, realistically, lifetime. when it, <laughs> but realistically, though, speaking, like, it, it, <laughs> For me, <laughs> you're sick. See, that's what's wrong with you. Um, <laughs> I can't see you sick. <laughs> Fuck was you at, nigga? I don't give you goddamn cheesy ass movies. It's a lifetime. So these low budget um, ass actors. <laughs> <laughs> the Christian keys and everything. No, uh, and pop off, bitch. I am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I think I think when it becomes to a detriment to you, where it becomes unhealthy for you, the cheater, In terms uh, the ex cheater. Like you know, you're it, it's stressing you out to the point of like I'm doing everything I need to but do, and there are no results. True, but you know, I I I can't really put a time on it. But it it really is a to like, am I doing everything I need to do, and doing everything you say you, that you want me to do to a T to the fact that you still don't believe it? Now I have to say to myself, look, I think I damaged you. Um, to the point where I, I can't, you can't be repaired. I'm, I have to exit out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you can't say bye, bitch. Uh, I'm leaving you with your heart. Sorry, I fucked you up. But now the next nigga got to deal with it. I'm about to go over here and go back to the other bitch now and say I did. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, right. You walking one of the movies and shit, calling the deer in the headlights with Sheila. See you walking, you say, girl. I seen no. Jason with Tamara. <laughs> what about you last you said jay jason <laughs> oh okay good um i don't know i'm kind of um, i'm on the fence because i kind of agree with Mwanje. jay i feel like and i've always said this if you forgive somebody for what they've done then i, I think that yeah you are entitled to kind of be nitpicky about the way things go after that 
But if it's been like a year and there's been no other slip ups, I don't feel that that should be something that we should still be throwing in that person's face yeah. or anything like that. I mean, my only thing is I don't think it's really throwing it in their face. I think it's like I think there's a difference between throwing it in their face and then like expressing how you feel. Like if you like, oh no, that's yeah, that's different. Like I think if we've been married, because I'm trying to picture it in their in their terms or whatever. Like right. they've been married maybe 10 years or something like that and i think she's like 33 and he's like 37 now and it's like you know she had no idea like like no hints no nothing i think that's probably what the shocker is like you know if you was with a serial cheater and shit and you you know mm-hmm. notice and, stuff. and then like you know they do shit to hype to show up but he was telling the dudes like oh my second phone it was like nigga your second phone like i guess he's like and i i don't know like, i can't really say but it's like one of them things where i can see and that's why i'm asking y'all because you can sit in it and be like dude how long am i gonna take you know you bringing this up or you throwing it in my face or in a sense are you you asking me but on top of that i'm like damn you really can't tell nobody how to heal and I think over it takes. No, you can't. That's that's it, the subjective part yeah, about it. And I think it's it takes time, but I think it's one of those things that's super fucking hard. Where like you love somebody, you got kids and a family. It's like how do we, how do we get out of it? You know, how do we? And I guess I guess that's the only thing is really consistency. But so do you think like yeah. over time that that would fall apart as far or go away as the questions with the consistency? Because I think. Yeah. I think I think in a sense you have to sit there and take it. You know, for as long as you can, obviously, but. Like you said, it's like we're at a crossroads, so it depends on how much you really love and care about a person, especially if it never happened before. The first time, too, when she seems to be one of them strong women, and it's like, you got to continue to be strong for yourself and your kids, and then this shit happens. So you crying and shit, yeah. like, I ain't even mean no more, nigga. So it, it really, and, and it, you will know that it works on the, 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 from that cheating, there should be a springboard of a better, healthier relationship where I, I, I take into account for DJ Envy. Um, you know, when DJ Envy did his thing and listening to his podcast when I did, you know, you know, Gia was ready to go. She was like, I'm mm-hmm. done. I can't take you anymore. And of course, she did all this crazy stuff, going to the mental hospital and, and breaking out and all this stuff like that. Like <laughs> he, he was going ham. But but I think she I did can, that, too. I think she because uh, she told one of the people like I left me and my kids got a whole nother apartment. Yeah, and they was like, ah. yeah. So they was like, you left me. She was like, hell yeah. yeah. But she she went through she went through uh, her she went through her process to mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah. But now you know, I, I from the outside looking in, I can tell that their relationship has stronger. grown. Mm-hmm. It's stronger because of that springboard of the cheating. And you know, I'm DJ Envy. I'm like, who cheated with DJ Envy? But you know, it. <laughs> but Erica Erica Mena, like it's crazy, like all the people Erica Mena. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just kind of like. They they grew spiritually, they grew financially, they grew just uh, as a family as a whole. And we have kids involved too. It's it's really hard and and and, um, and scary because you don't know the, the turmoil of the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your daddy ain't got no, your mom ain't got no dad, your husband. Ah. Really? And it's sad. It's sad to hear hear stuff like that. Yeah, interesting. Uh, anything else? I think it's an interesting topic because I think everybody would have mm-hmm. different thoughts on it. And like you said, you really can't tell anybody when to heal, but you as a person can't really sit there and take that. But I think, I don't know. I just, I really can't say. Cause I think they really, it's I, tough. I think it's been a year since they issue. And cause they had a whole argument. He was like, that was like two years. Like he was like this, like that was like two years ago. She or she, he was like, that yeah. was like a year or two. She's like, no, that was last year. So I think sometimes you still be in shock when this shit happened. And I think, yeah, absolutely. I just think it's, yeah, it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's something that I don't really like, you know, I've dated people where stupid shit has happened, but I'm like, I couldn't imagine being yeah. like married, you know what I'm saying? And right. you have no, like you have, imagine you, 
I imagine you have like this shit, but you have no idea, and then some something just slip up, motherfucker just fucked up, and a nigga called her phone or some shit just fucking slipped and you happen to answer it or some shit or some dumb happened and you know that you find out she got a whole nigga she been in a relationship with him for like two years and shit <laughs> like you had no yeah. idea like, that shit go. was sting bro yeah go. Go. Nicole, what would you do yeah i think it's easier to say <laughs> what you would do outside i just you look at this right i don't know it's on the ipad look at it yeah i just <laughs> wanted you guys thoughts on that like I put it it's on your car i know it's hard to take the abuse um if in a sense yeah, that's why i've never been a cheater that's my selling point I'm, i've never been a cheater yeah uh, it works and, that's what, and it goes back to you know i think we probably said it multiple times we got to be honest in situations mm-hmm. whether you're in a relationship or not because i think a lot of that stuff drags into the relationship shit mm-hmm. that happened prior to and people are like we weren't even together and i think yeah but you know regardless of that i think um honesty can be always smashing some chicks it can be always smashing chicks and, and then telling this one chick like oh i like you yeah, so I think that's where honesty comes in because, I mean, yeah, y'all may not have been together or you probably wasn't getting no sex from your wife, but she didn't know that. <laughs> so, you know, a little shit like that. So, All right. interesting. Listeners, uh, let us know what you guys think. I always think that's an interesting topic because everybody deals with different things. Mm-hmm. Time for my not. Married five years, you sold your home and bought a bigger home with your husband three years ago. Your husband usually gets the mail out of the mailbox, but this day you beat you beat him to it. You picked up the kids early from daycare. They're two and four years old. So you got home mm. early. In the mailbox, there's a letter saying there is a lien on your home and you are mm. supposed to appear in court next Monday. Apparently, mm. your husband or wife used the house to, sell a, to settle a gambling debt and some mm. shady deals he or she was involved in. The lien is mm. for $275,000. The house mm. is valued at four hundred and twenty thousand dollars. What do you do? Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> <laughs> I would be so pissed, and I'm not even like just the thought. I would be so pissed mm, mm. because obviously he hasn't mentioned anything to me. Um, he was going to go to court by himself. You dumbass. Um. Wow. I. Wow, I was snap. I'm Jackson, and I'm going to court, and I'm moving out, taking my kids. We're gonna get us our own house now, nigga. That's your problem. Mm, you gonna divorce? Mm, well, I'm married though. That's gonna um, that's gonna affect you. Affect your credit. Not if we get divorced. <laughs> no, but it look, but that pro- but that process though. I don't that know process him. Process is gonna be long. You said innocent <laughs> spouse, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm putting it on my tax return. Well, hey. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's where the issue is. Is that that you weren't thinking about right, the unit. Then I'm then I'm gonna kill him. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, said uh, local husband. Uh, no, uh, that's I think that's where the issue lies. Is that you know you um, you you weren't thinking of the unit. Now you're displacing your your kids and your significant other mm-hmm. out of a home because of the, your selfishness of a bet like uh, it's ridiculous um more i move more towards what lassie said like I- i'm definitely gonna move out um you-, you know i gotta start focusing on rebranding and rebuilding myself because now you have you messed so up broke my, ash, my trust right exactly so um yeah there might have to be um there's probably gonna be some divorce papers uh in the mailbox this time that he can collect uh or she can collect excuse me um <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so 
Uh, I don't know what you. What about you, Reese? You didn't answer a couple of last couple of questions about the cheating shit. What'd you say? I did. I gave my opinion on certain things. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think that'll be a hard one because I'm. I think I'm logically sound as far as um finances and things like that go to a certain extent. I guess. But I think I will be up on some shit too because I'm checking my own goddamn mail for sure, for sure. Like, no fucking you beat me to it, nigga. But I guess it's because because we got both of our names on it. Why the fuck don't I know about it? Like, right. so like I don't know. That's that's a hard one, bro. I, you know how pissed I would mm-hmm. fucking be. Like, I probably wouldn't know what to do. I would probably go to court and like I would. Obviously, he getting japped on, but I'm going to court with you. Like, you're not finna just you know figure this shit out and sell a piece of my goddamn house. Because we well, think about this. So he settles the debt. They pay off the house, two hundred seventy five thousand dollars. There's a, what another two hundred roughly left, uh, for y'all to have. So you gonna keep, you gonna stay with him or her and go buy a new house after the debt is settled, or you gonna get a divorce Maybe. and take your piece of it, depending on how that's broken up um, based upon the state you live she, in. She would have, to, she would have to go like she would have to go to a gambler anonymous or something like that. That's a problem. <laughs> that's 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 a huge problem. Like for you to do something, and and now there's a lien in our home. And which you didn't tell us about, so now you're a li- gambler and you're a liar. Like, uh, you know, what I'm saying it's like, who did I marry? <laughs> you know, like, who did I marry here? Why didn't I see these signs? Um, you didn't check your mail. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known you. Should know your ass was crazy when you let me uh, nut you. See, that's and that's the thing too. Wow. It's huh? Like, <laughs> she gam- she took a gamble. I was trying to I was trying to use the story. She took a gamble, but anyway, um, horrible. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I, I would definitely leave. Or be separate, file separation if you can, depending on the set, I think. Uh, until they, until she get her shit together. Um, mm. Do like a Diary of a Mad Black Woman, um, Tyler Perry character. And then the mama came into church and said, ah! You stupid. <laughs> that, shit always, that, that, scene, that scene always get me, dog. So <laughs> like, ah! But then they didn't clean her up, so she still looked kind of drugged out <laughs> in the movie i don't know that's yeah. scary that's another scary thing that happened that's too. scary I ain't it's scary. Like, i'm just gonna have a couple it, niggas this was, whoa. um what? when you when you when you get married you relinquish some of your individual some of your individuality so it's just kind of like yeah, yeah, um yeah. so it's just kind of like so i'm too nosy yeah what yeah what your yeah, male I mean, say <laughs> Yeah, your mail <laughs> be like your mama ripped the end. Your ma- some mail came. Yep. He said y'all your fighting, y'all rolling around in the mm-hmm. living room and shit. Bitch, why up my mail? See, yeah, so you clean this time. Start wrapping it up. <laughs> so, all right, you know, we got a refund this year, idiot. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the nine, folks. Inspiration for the week. Anybody got anything before I say something? Uh, no, I like what you got there. Um, all I have this week is uh, you think long, you think wrong. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody just about your favorite quotes and shit like that. And that always comes to mind. Um, I initially just heard it a lot. Um, uh, I think maybe speaking to Liz at work a lot. She's always say her dad said that in that way or he maybe used different terms. But that's one thing that re- really made me think because a lot of times I have a tendency to think a long time about something that, you know, may need mm-hmm. some thinking, but it's really a decision. And I learned a lot of things is just a decision. And, you know, I don't like to harbor on it or bring up certain things a bunch of times, but it was one thing that I thought about me leaving the city. I'm like, you know, X, Y, and Z, this cannot work or this and that or blah, blah, blah. What about this mm-hmm. person? What about that? And I just sat there and I'm like, shit you think long you think wrong and i figure a lot of stuff you do figure out along the way um and shit happens that's just how life is shit just really happens it's really how you deal with it so 
you think long, you think wrong, folks. Um, yeah, yeah, and especially if you think about an idea that you've been thinking about for quite some time, you revisited it like every so often. It's like, man, something got to shake, something got to do, mm-hmm. and you got to really think about it. So, um, yeah, yeah, like like this this uh, optimistic sounds. It's been it's been time. It's time to do it. I think I got enough skills where I can um, create a good opportunity for myself and and um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'll be learning some new stuff along the way. So you just got to do it. So, yeah, I'm sick of just standing back and seeing other people get it, and not. And I'm just like, oh yeah, cause I'm, you know, clap for you. But then it's like, well, shit, I ain't clapping for myself. Yeah, I be telling y'all, man, we gotta. A lot of times you gotta do your own thing. You can't wait and wait for the next person to ask you to be a part of this and do that and do that. I mean, that's cool, but a lot of times you gotta make what shake for you shake like a salt mm-hmm. shaker. That was corny. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think so. You think mm-hmm. long, you think wrong, folks. Um, <laughs> do what the fuck you gotta do. Do what you want to do. If the shit don't work out, oh well. Start yep. from, what Martin said. Start from scratch. Start do from scratch. He said, "Where's scratch?" Remember, you pointed to the sign and it was in the yeah. corner and shit. It said, "From scratch." Oh, Martin was so creative. Um, yeah. So, anything else? Last, you got anything over there? No, I, I like I like what y'all said. I was trying to think of a quote. Um, that inspired me from Kendrick Lamar. I can't exactly get it right right now, but when I think about it, <laughs> I'll save it for I next week. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a fuck. No, that's not it. Not from a song. He said it personally in, when I seen him when he came here mm-hmm. years ago. She said personally, nigga. Uh, bloop. All right. Um, <laughs> well, all right. He, um, he liked my drawing. Stupid. <laughs> so petty. Uh, episode 108. How you guys feel about that one? Oh, hey, baby. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. How you feel, how you feel about that one? Um, I was going to call you Lisey again, Lassie. Fuck. Oh, I thumbs up. Alicia. It goes to a whole new, Houston, whole new place in jail. No, I said Alicia. Get your sister. name. Right. She's talking about her oh, sister. Right. Oh, wow. She's your sister. Retard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't say that word anymore. I, knew you know, I was waiting on you to say You saw me like, tell me, tell me I can't say it. So I can bring it back. Can't Sorry. say that anymore. Ugh. Don't be so sensitive, Mwanje. <laughs> oh, no, I, got, I can't be sensitive, but then I. All right, never mind. Shout out to all our listeners. Um, As always, our website is ybopodcastmke.com. We appreciate you guys for the love. Make sure you guys check out our blog posts and comment and share. Share, 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 share. That's how we get our name out there. That's how we get other people to listen to our pods, wear our merch. You know, a lot of people love our sweaters. I think, you know, Young Black and Opinionated as itself is very straight to the point, and it is what it is, but a lot of people don't have that name and it's attached to us so people tend to just love it so if they want some merch some crews i think i got a couple t-shirts here too uh reach out to us um y'all got any mediums anybody got a medium and a crew neck i can check okay check on that for me uh i think i got a small and a crew neck yeah i only got a small a 3x and uh, i think an extra large or something something random um but anyway yeah uh episode 108 as always i am reese berry that's r-e-e-s-e-b-e-r-a four y's that's twitter tumblr snapchat and instagram let's see and I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCreme Lola Mwanje. This is what Mwanje, that's M W A N J E. Follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje Uganda from Leopard. Reporting live from the closet, the basement, and Grandmama's house. We out. Peace.